Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Wing It Worldwide podcast. My name is Scott McKay. And I'm Emily McKay. And I'll tell you what, we're going to hang out in the States this time, stay domestic, and we're going to go to New York City. New York City? Yeah, they make salsa there, I heard. (laughs) Right? A little Texas inside joke there. You know, was it paste picante sauce? Yes, it was. So here you have a paste picante sauce. Could you ask for a more American name than paste? And they're complaining that everybody else's sauce is made in New York City. I think it was a preemptive strike. Probably. Yeah, just so that you wouldn't think their sauce is made in New York City. Well, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't be really worried about any food I got in New York City because it's all incredible. My favorite place to eat in New York City – well, I'm going to think of two places that are my favorite places to eat in New York City. And I'm going to let you just riff on this because I know you love them too. The pizza places. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And the delis. The delis. Oh, they have, with the lentil soup. They pretty much have everything I want there. The delis have lots of soups, and I'm a soup person. Matzo ball soup. Oh, yes. So if it's a soup, I love it, and the delis carry it. Yeah, the kosher food you don't get much of here in San Antonio, so that's a delight. No, absolutely not. And, of course, you can, you know, any type of sandwich you can imagine they make it, and then they have the huck dogs, which Pastrami we all know about. Pastrami. Oh, yeah. Wow. Everything. Oh, I'm already drooling right now. I must be hungry. Now, the wonderful thing about going to New York is I think post 9-11, it's sort of a friendlier place. You know, back when I was growing up, the stereotype of New Yorkers was like, hey, 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 you know, and they'd yell at each other and fight over cabs. And, you know, some of my New Yorker friends are saying it's getting a little bit more like that. But, you know, the last few times we went, they really did come together after 9-11, and people seem to treat each other better in New York. Although, and that's made it a better place. Although still at the delis and at the pizzerias, they, you know, place your order and get it done now. Yeah, well, they're <laughs> quick. I mean, and, you know, that survival mode. You've got so many people. It's wall to wall there. It's probably the most intimidating city I can think of from a pure overwhelm perspective. I would even put it ahead of Tokyo and even Hong Kong, you know. Tokyo is an overwhelming place, but I think New York, especially in Manhattan, is just, wow, it's so vertical. And if you've never been there, there's just nowhere else like it on earth. So, yeah, I mean, people are fast-paced. They don't want to waste any time. You have to know how to flag down a taxi if you want one. Right, exactly. Whether it's a taxi or whether it's your lunch, you know, you have to know exactly what you want. You have to be assertive. And it's not like they're going to get mad at you. They almost It's almost like they thank you for it. It's their culture. They want to do business, get it done, and that's considered polite. Don't waste their time. So when you go to this great pizza parlor at lunchtime and there's a line out the door, you better know what two slices you want and what size drink you want. It's like, yeah, I'll have a slice of the pepperoni, I'll have a slice of the sausage and mushroom, and give me a medium Diet Coke. They'll look at you and go, all right, cool. And then, you know, you get your order and you pay them. And it's not like they're mean and nasty. It's it's just how they do business. It's being a New Yorker. Absolutely. And the people behind you thank you for it. Exactly. Now, New York around every turn is something famous, something interesting, something going on. It's one of those cities that's just going to load up your senses. I can't imagine living there. I don't know when you'd sleep. I don't know when you would take a breath. When would it ever get quiet? It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't get quiet. No, of course not. Well, you have the skate rink, of course, and then you have all the theaters and all kinds of uh, shows going on. And then there's the Talk shows as well, you know, if yeah. you wanted to get on some of these shows, you know, David Letterman and, you know, you name what it. Year are you Everybody's there. In? Oh, he's not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <He retired. laughs> That's right. <laughs> you 
You know what I love doing though? We went there while the Letterman show was still going. That's probably what I was thinking. And about. the Hello Deli was around the corner. You that's know, right. Was filmed from, and we went there and had something to eat. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. We did, didn't we? Probably been great for that guy's business. Yeah. One of the great things about New York, a lot like Los Angeles, is you walk around the street. I think this is probably even more profound about New York because everything's so self-contained. You know, I don't know. Maybe you could walk around Hollywood and have this happen. But what I'm getting at is you always see that guy. Oh, yes. From that thing. <laughs> you know, oh, who's New York. that? Who's that? I know that's an actor or something. That guy. What was that guy in? And every once in a while, you'll be surprised to see one who's, you know, higher up the food chain. Right. I've, ne- I've never seen an A-lister in New York. My dad has. He's been there on business so many times. Right. But you always see people who are- Somebody. Somebody in some show. Absolutely. And um, it's just a lot of fun. I love the energy. Central Park is wonderful. I know that we took the kids there. I finally talked you into a buggy ride. Yes, I've a been barouche to do that. ride. I think oh, that's yes. the right word. Yeah. <laughs> so we took the horse and buggy ride. Had to do that. Yeah. And then also uh, Times Square. I love Times Square. But you remember when we were there, they had the Charmin uh, little thing up there where you go into the Charmin. It was a public bathroom sponsored by Charmin on Times Square. It's not there right now. No. But it was... They had all these bathrooms in each right. stall. Individual. And so each time somebody came out, somebody one of the one of the workers go in and they clean it. So you always Every had time. a fresh bathroom with a fresh toilet paper roll. And they had women and the, you know, mascot Charmin Bears doing the potty dance in the middle. Yeah. It was a spectacle. Yes, it was. That was the best public bathroom of all time. <laughs> I loved it. We went back again. We had to look for it and it was so sad that it was gone because that was I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, we guzzled like a few drinks just so we'd Wait have to pee line. again. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, going back to Times Square, you know, babe, I want to be there someday during New Year's. New Year's. Oh, I know. That's on your bucket list. We need to do a really proper trip to New York. Every time we've been to New York, it's been like hit and run and layovers and for a short time. Constantly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Do it right. Well, we've been there for a few days. We took the kids on a... A special trip to New York. We did. We absolutely did. We stayed out in Jersey. We took them to the uh, um, National Park that is the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Great to take the ferry from Staten Island to it. Mm-hmm. Big fun. And uh, we did that. Kids loved it. A little bit quieter. I mean, I dare say that's a little bit of an oasis from the craziness of Midtown Manhattan. Right. And they only let so many people into the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta make sure you get your tickets and that you're able to get there early enough to get in there. We haven't been fortunate enough to do that just yet. Right. Your national park pass is good there. Oh, is it? That's right. Awesome. I'd give a nod to Little Italy and Chinatown in New York. Oh, that's right. We ate in Chinatown. Remember, and that beautiful red restaurant. I don't remember the name of it, but the food—they didn't fail us. No, actually, you know, like we talked about in the Hong Kong episode. Food in the United States that's Chinese food is actually better than the Chinese food in Hong Kong. Yes. Yet just like in Chinatown in San Francisco, Chinatown in New York has that unmistakable China feel to it. You feel like you've gone on a 14-hour flight without leaving the city. Now, I also want to talk about places other than Manhattan. Okay. Now, you remember when we flew into JFK, we actually had to... Do a transfer over to mm, New York. Yes, that's right. That and we long got transfer. To drive through Queens and all these places nobody ever gets to go through. And that was really an interesting slice of life outside of Manhattan. I think if we ever went back, I think I'd like to spend some time maybe on Bleecker Street in Brooklyn and check things out. 
You well, know. we drove through a few of these neighborhoods that are pretty famous, and the driver of the shuttle bus was very kind to point this out. He made an announcement, you know, that we're fixing to go down, you know, this particular neighborhood. You know, look out your window, and to the left you'll see this building or that building. So the transit system was really good about doing that. Funny, though, I don't remember him saying fix into. Not New York. <laughs> it's a Texas thing. You're right. <laughs> I don't think those were the words he used. <laughs> That's the Emilish English right. of Texas. Emilish. I'll tell you, the greatest thing to do when you're back in Manhattan, though, is walk. But walking around Manhattan is just an absolute delight. Right. Sights and sounds and people watching. Again, a wonderful people watching place. And, you know, you walk around a turn in this vertical area and, oh, there's Wall Street. That's the Wall Street. Or you walk around another turn and, oh, I see the... Empire State Building right in front of me. And we took the kids to the top of the Empire State Building. Oh, I love that building. Which is very cool to do. Yes, yeah. I've forgotten about that, but absolutely, you're right. I was just, I don't know, I was just thinking about the going back to the cabs. We had such a hard time catching a cab because we had children. Yeah, we and didn't I'm, have the safety seats. Right. And, you know, there's a new device they come out that you blow it up oh, like a balloon. The <laughs> you blow it up like a balloon. It's a little child safety seat. Next time we go... We have to do that. Although, a couple of times we finally realized if we hide the children, I was with the children, hiding, <laughs> oh, and you flagged down the taxi, we got a couple of taxis that way. <laughs> the taxi guy didn't appreciate that. He well, got we, a little bit of a New York sneer when that happens. Oh, yeah. One of them drove away once he realized Yeah, I know, was right? <laughs> Again, you know, you can't pull the wool over anybody's eyes in New York. It isn't appreciated. No, if we tried. But I definitely think that everybody should have the chance to go to New York City and just walk around and play around and see the sights and act like a tourist. Yes. Because it's one of the greatest places in the world to do that. If not for the cost, it's expensive. It's but notwithstanding that. Yeah, man, it's New York, baby. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Absolutely. I actually love New York. And I know you love visiting there. But man, I think it takes a special breed of person to actually live there. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, we really love New York. It's the good old USA. It's the Big Apple. We've taken a bite of it several times now. Obviously, you figured out that we're not really New York experts. Hopefully, that's come off as more charming than ignorant, but hey, neither <laughs> one of us are New Yorkers. few more visits. All the New Yorkers are throwing things. You know, they're throwing you their iPod this out and the you window. That. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? You missed this. How can you not talk about that? Next time. Next time. New York is one of those places that, again, you'll never, ever demystify New York completely. Right. You yeah. got to keep on coming back and coming back for more. Right on. And speaking of coming back for more, if you check out our website at www.wingitworldwide.com, you will indeed get all you can carry videos, pictures, blog posts free reports and also you can find pictures of everywhere we've been oh, almost everywhere we got some catching up to do but at pinterest you'll find all that under wing it worldwide twitter facebook follow us we want to get to know you write us we want to hear from you let us know what you think let us know what you want to hear about we're also on youtube if you like us please leave us a comment yeah and also subscribe to the channel that's the most important part we got to get that up we got to know you're out there you guys so until we talk to you again real soon this is scott mckay and this is emily mckay i almost talked like a new yorker there <laughs> must be subliminal until we talk to you again next time this is scott mckay and this is emily mckay be good and have fun Wing It Worldwide podcast is copyright X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Remember, you can go to the show notes page at www.wingitworldwide.com 
front slash podcast. There you'll find out much more about all the destinations talked about by Scott and Emily on this show. Remember, if there's anything left out that you wanted to hear, chances are you'll find it there. It's all at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. This is Ed Roy Odom speaking for the Wing It Worldwide podcast. Until next time, be good and have fun.